I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Makes him feel mellow. Welcome to I Like Beer, the podcast, where we discuss great beers and the stories that go with them. I'm your host, Jeff. And I'm your host, Jeff. And we got producer Joe. I'm back. And Mateo made it back in the room. Phew! We yeah. have Joe and Mateo in the Joe room at the same time. Yeah, new year, yeah. new look. You yeah. guys are welcome. Yeah, mind blowing. How lucky are we? Very lucky. <laughs> we're friends who love good beer and telling stories, so we turned it into a podcast. So, and hey, today big day today. First of all, MLK Day. So um, yeah. that goes without saying. But a couple other things. Uh, it is uh, National Hat Day, which we celebrate quite often. And uh, the other one I thought it was kind of it's called Brew Monday. Whoa. So who knows? I, th- I think it must only happen Fantastic. on J- when January 15th hits on a Monday. It is Brew Monday. Monday. Not sure what that Every means, but I think we're celebrating today oh, as opposed um... to dry January. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. hey, and if you're if you're celebrating dry January, yeah. good good for you. Good that, for you. I, and I don't mean that sarcastically. Good for yeah, you. I agree. Be a designated driver for someone. Yeah. Well, that's right. Right. D- do a favor. And also, have you noticed how many breweries are making a, oh, no, it, a craft non-alcohol? Lots of them locally. The, the funniest one I saw today, actually, people were kind of mocking it all because they probably should, but now it's like uh, alcohol-free uh, White Claws, like zero alcohol White Claws. Oh so, my God. yeah. And they're charging like 20 bucks for a, for a, for a, you know, 12 pack when you could just go buy like a, you know, just a, a seltzer Sprite. water, Sprite. Yeah. <laughs> seltzer water for six bucks. But it's just, it's just funny. Like, yeah. like how, where we, where we're going with all of that, no alcohol. So that's, that's a trend. And, and that so a trend. it's pretty funny. Teachers by day, beer drinkers by night. Lucky enough to live in North County, San Diego, beer Mecca within a beer Mecca. Please pour yourself a beer, pull up a bar stool and join us. Hey, doctor coming to you. From my bidet. And I was thinking, I'd really like a nice cold beer. So can you all buy me a beer, please? Go to ilikebeerthepodcast.com. Click on buy me a beer. That's buy me a beer. Click the link on the website, ilikebeerthepodcast.com. Please help us keep doing this. It's a lot of fun, but we need some help. And it's appreciated. And you check out the stories. So speaking of National Hat Day. Yeah, I got a couple new. We got a bucket hat. We have a bucket. Mine's on order. I think it might have arrived you guys today. Got I got heads? mine. I, I added a couple. Did you of, get the bucket hat? You were looking. I already have. No, it's, I, it's a different. But I got. Okay. There, we now have an ILB bucket hat. Okay. Uh, there's the, I went Check to the store. Okay. I like beerthepodcast.com, Joe. I added okay. a couple new items. There's a bucket hat. There's a flannel. Uh, there is a, a dog bandana. So you put on your favorite canine friend there. Um, I ordered that too. Yeah, and and then uh, and then I I updated and I made a a new ILB shirt with just the logos and then on the back I took that where it says I've made some poor decisions on the back, top. Oh, of you use that. Oh, P O U R. So okay. yes, uh, that's on there. I have one of those too. So <laughs> I, I it's a little cold for me just to be wearing a t shirt right now, but I uh, I. I I ordered them just to check out the, the quality of them. And uh, yeah, so just added some stuff. To I it. have made some poor decisions. Yes. Yeah, nice. I have made some poor P-O-U-R. decisions. P-O-U-R. Love it. I got to say that light hoodie is perfect. Yeah. You guys gave it to me and I was a bit, I was a bit suspect at first. You know, yeah. you guys might not be <laughs> the most traditional fashionable, pe- fashionable people I know. What? Yeah. <laughs> but then I tried it on. I'm like, you know what? Oh, this is comfy. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's comfy. Interviewing for new Sam guys. <laughs> Back to the aquarium with yeah. for you. Back behind the glass. Let him in the room. Our resolution this year was to support local. We're just a couple weeks in, but I've been doing my part. We were at the yeah. Vista Collab, yeah. helping uh, Barrel and Stave. We were. Uh, I've been in Zane. You've been in Zane. Yeah, I've been in, I won bingo at Zane. 
We've all been in Zane separately. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So in Zane, that's I, true. I, Belching Beaver, Pub 980, both of them. Been in Pub 980 yeah, a number of times. I lost bingo there. So I, <laughs> got, I, I don't know why, but I, I was been on a bingo over the winter break. I was on every night I went to a brewery. It seemed to be they were having bingo night. So yeah, did did both those. Viewpoint had hit that place. Uh, I stopped in at Culver. Uh, so yeah. we're doing our part. We're doing a, that's a lot for two weeks. Yeah, that but, is a lot. Uh, we, and we've got more coming. Uh, for sure. And I made a trip down to North Park. Uh, based on our, our friends at Beer Belly Society had bragged about some places, and I, there were a couple places I wanted to get back to, so I made a trip down there, which I'll talk about soon. So buy local, drink local. Let's keep these places in business. I'm tired of them shutting doors. Since Todd's not here, what are we drinking? Oh, fair, <laughs> Come fair <on>. question. Okay. <laughs> so but right on topic, too, because this is compliments of Barley and Sword Perfect. Um, down in North Park. Remember the, the little Ignite, the three Igniter yeah. places, right? Epic got their start there right across the street from Lips, mm-hmm. where Glitz and Glam got its name. Right. Uh, the newest one there is Barley and Sword. When that was my, my main goal is to get back, uh, get over there. And I got a very professional, informative talk from their uh, director of operations, Aaron. Erin Fulcher. She took us through 16 beers. Wow. Wow. With like full description, nice. explanation. You know, historically, they do traditional European beers. You won't find an IPA there. Don't need one. Right. Seek is right next door. If you really need an IPA, you just go right next door. If you got a friend that wants IPAs, they have a common drinking area. So, but traditional European beers, and she sent home some. This is Defense of the Realm Act London Brown Ale. Which would be perfect for our Dungeons and Dragons. Yes. So yes. let's keep that in mind. And the, if you don't know, the Defense of the Realm Act was uh, during the war effort. The British uh, during the World War One, British authorities thought the people who were supposed to be making military equipment and all that were were not doing. They were spending too much time in pubs. So they made a whole <laughs> bunch of restrictive rules about when pubs could be open and how much beer they could serve, how much beer could be made. Uh, and they had black at hours, and it got to a point where it's so serious that if you even whistled down a, a, a taxi, like you were hoping Heading to toward. go to a pub, you were in trouble. <laughs> it became a serious crime. So that is D-O-R-A, DORA, the Defense of the Realm Act. And I actually heard our buddies at, at Beer Bill, their episode last week, they were drinking they're this coming, beer, oh, and I had just brought it home. Oh, and it's a, they were talking about how much they love it. So let's open let's up. Let's go. Here's well, I'm not going to say anything first. Taste it first, and then I'm going to share. Oh, Mateo's getting special treatment. He got two cans headed to him at once. Oh yeah. So I do love a brown ale. This is no surprise to anyone. And feels perfect too with the way we're we're actually having mm-hmm. some winter weather. Nose on it is beautiful. A little toffee, medium bodied, malt up front. A little very, bit. Very very clean drinking brown mm-hmm. ale. Right. Not. Not as roasty as some. This is an all-day drinker. I think. Yeah, no, I, I I can totally see that. This is a, a very approachable brown. For someone that like maybe doesn't like that huge roastiness, this is this is going to be this would win their wheelhouse. I would say and in that know. pub ale fashion. Yeah, this is three point four percent. Yeah, no, this is a great beer. <laughs> ah, I believe it's three point four. Might have been three point two, but it's that three. You know, in that three mid three. Sure. So really, speaking you, of dry January, you can almost you get by just drinking yeah. these, and the realm yeah. will be fine. Yes, and yeah. the defense of the realm was. Yeah, you yeah. could brew. Yeah, yeah you, you could do all kinds of stuff while drinking this. <laughs> yes. That is a fantastic, fantastic beer. I, I really enjoy it. So thank you to Aaron uh, for sending some beer home, and really uh, knowledgeable. Met some fantastic people there. Also had a chance to meet Mike Howell, who's the owner and head brewer of Barley and Sword, and because I went on a Thursday. Thursdays are special. 
found myself in North Park. Uh, shout out to the Beer Belly Society for promoting everything about North Park. Uh, here on my winter break, Mike Howell, Barley and Sword, here on a Thursday. Find out Thursdays are a special day to be here at Barley and Sword. Mike, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming down. It was a nice surprise. So tell me, what's so special? Why should people be here on Thursdays especially? Thursdays especially because we do cask releases on Thursdays. I tap my casks on Thursday afternoons. Cask beer. Cask beer. In San Diego. In San Diego. <laughs> it's back. That's fantastic. What, what did you uh, tap today? Uh, today we tapped uh, Bior Derg, which is our Irish red ale. This is the second batch of it. Uh, and uh, it's a little bit different than the first, but so, it's a, you know, good cask beer. You can't, can't beat it. So describe for someone that's not familiar, because if you're a San Diego native, your experience with cask ales are probably pretty limited. So what's different about, what are you going to see when you, and what are you going to taste when you come out and have a cask ale? Uh, you know, with the, the folks that are unfamiliar with cask, the first thing they think of is warm beer. And that's a bit of a misnomer. It is warmer mm -hmm. than your typical draft, uh, but served in the low 50s. It is not forced carbonated, and it is naturally drawn via piston through what's called a beer engine. And so the experience from, from your nose to your tongue is completely different than what you would get in a regular draft beer because you have that little bit of, war of a warmer temperature. Smoother, softer. smoother, softer, a lot flavor profile kind of pops, especially on the nose, because you're not losing a lot of those flavor notes to that colder temperature. And it's all day beer. It is what is this Irish beer. Red weighing in at? This Irish Red's about 3.7, uh, a little bit less than the first batch, but uh, perfect for this kind of nice, easy afternoon drinking. Uh, how long will a cask last? Uh, a pin like this that we have right now is about 5.4 gallons, and on a good weekend, we'll get it get it gone in two days. Oh wow! So so Thursdays are the day to come. Maybe make sure you get you don't want to come all the way Absolutely. and not get some. Absolutely. Then come back for Friday and hope they still have some. <laughs> well, uh, and occasionally, if I have an extra an extra pin handy and we run out and it's a nice weekend, then I'll tap another one on Saturday afternoon. Now is it different? type of beer each? Do you, do you have sort of a, a, a wheelhouse for the cask ales or are we getting something different every week? Uh, it'll be pretty much different every week. I do have some that will make a repeat appearance just because I have enough cask available, uh, but it's all based off of what I can pull off the fermenter before I move the rest of the beer over to the bright tank to carbonate and then serve on regular draft. We, words out that the gold nail is one you've got to come back and have. That's what I keep I missed hearing. that one, but I've heard that. Yes, the, the gold nail was, was very popular and, and gosh, that was a crisp, clean beer. Well, it was a good one. Well, you're doing great stuff here. We can't wait to come out and do a whole interview with you. We're Thank you very much. Thank you very much for coming. And what they do on the clip, it talks about, they do a, a cask ale. Oh, nice. He does a different cask ale every Thursday. Of, and it'll be a British pub 3.2 to maybe 4.0% cask ale served at 55 percent and he talks all about it yeah cool that's, that's his he wants to have a european brewery european, yeah oh. <clears throat> so now we got a beer in hand we do thanks to mike thanks to aaron <clears throat> it's time for toast roast and pour one out <laughs> goes down smooth yeah how does it come up <laughs> Hey, I think I'm on Friday night too. I don't know what's happening. It's your new thing. It is. Uh, yeah, it's your my stick. New Year's resolution. More hiccups. Is to sound drunker than you are. Is <laughs> to sound drunker than I am. Hey, we uh, first toast needs to go out to our new sponsor. One hundred percent. Magic Mind. Magic Mind productivity drink. 
which is, I guess, a fancy way to say energy drink. Yes. As you can mind, I, they sent some along. Uh, now, I'm a coffee drinker. It is part of my routine in the morning to brew three cups of coffee, and I've got a whole deal. And in the smell of the coffee brewing, um, the waiting for it is part of my time. Yep. The first cups while I read in the morning, I got a whole thing with coffee, and mm. I need it. And when I don't have it, I am not happy. Per- Talent's been around me camping when I've had to bring coffee. I'm not pleasant till I get that <laughs> cup of coffee. And I get a little headache if I don't have the coffee sure. because I've been doing this for a long time. So I was brave. And I thought, all right, I'm going to do a Sunday morning with no coffee. I'll have this. Thing. It's a little tiny thing. Yeah. Was it three ounces, two ounces? Uh, it, yeah, two, two fluid ounces. Two fluid ounces. I thought, all right, I'll skip the coffee and I'll just have this. And then I'll be able to give an honest report. And one, I'll say this, it burns clean. And if you're a coffee drinker, maybe you know what that means. I've had energy drinks that make me jittery. They give me a little bit of a headache, maybe a little tummy rumble. Not that this, this was great. This, this was clean. I set a timer because I'm like, okay, they say it lasts for what, five hours? Right. I set a timer because I'm like, oh, I'm going to see if this really works. Because if it doesn't, I'm not going to say it does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it was about five hours where I'm like, I could really use a cup of coffee now. <laughs> and, 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 but it wasn't the drop, uh-huh. which some right. energy drinks, you know, Red Bull is not my thing. I, I But when I, Tried a couple of Red Bulls. I went way up and then crashed way down. Right. I didn't get any of that. And then I tried the next one. So I had two. Um, we had meetings after school the yeah. other day, and I was dragging. I was dragging, and I still need to get my workout in. And I said, all right, let's 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 see if I can get through this meeting with my eyes open and still get a workout in. And so I had the other one and got through. I didn't fall asleep in my meeting, which was good. <laughs> it was an important meeting. Yeah. <laughs> and I uh, got my workout yeah. in and... And when I drink coffee after about two o'clock in the afternoon, my problem is I wake up at two a.m. wide awake. Yeah. yeah, didn't didn't have that issue at all. So there, awesome. there you are. That and it tastes pretty good because I agree. I don't like I don't like green tea matcha, but this tasted good. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I'm not an energy drink guy. I usually don't need anything. You don't help. need anything. I wake, yeah. up, <laughs> I wake up with energy, but uh, I gave it a shot because you, you handed me one, and I and I wanted to do it justice as well. And I agree. It. it uh, I appreciate it too. It, it 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 was like the perfect amount. They actually on here. It's a productivity shot because sometimes, like you said, like a Red Bull or something like that, just seems like too much. So I, I did like the amount, and and uh, I thought the taste was was uh, very nice, and, and it was it, it, it went down well, and uh, yeah, I, I felt felt good, and and no no like I said, no headache, none of that kind of stuff. I mean, I like the idea that kind of the stuff they're going through with this too is their thing is you know it's they're trying to boost your energy and focus, but it's also you know kind of helping with your mental clarity. It says crush procrastination on their um, you know, there, and it's, it's kind of just do more stress less. So it's kind of a neat, neat mantra too, that they have is, is, is what they got going. Yeah. I liked it. I would buy some, I would use it. Awesome. And I really think I could, uh, tap down on some of my coffee, uh, intake <laughs> only in January gear up to crush your 2024 new year resolutions, fully focused one month free when you're subscribing for three months at www.magicmind.com slash capital J A N. I like beer. And there's a code, I believe, right? And Where you get some code. percentage off. All caps, I like beer 20. So magicmind.com slash capital J-A-N, I like beer with the code, all caps, I like beer 20. Extra 20% off, which gets you 75% off. I think they're paying you to yeah. take it at this yeah. time. Yes. Uh, only lasts to the end of January. Check it out. Try it. We wouldn't say we liked it if we didn't. It's true. It says here, increase your focus, your energy, less stress, and your immunity. I mean, what more do you want? Boom. So thank you, Magic Mind, for the sponsorship. 
Now back to beer. Yeah. Yeah. We're not, in, we're not, I like energy drinks, the podcast, right? Yeah. I like beer. Yeah. So I want to toast back local breweries, barley and sword. So go check out the social medias of your local breweries. They have so much going on. They're hurting. Mm-hmm. They've been very honest that this is a really tough time, especially the smaller. Well, now I got it, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> you passed that right I along. I did. I got rid of it. Uh, uh, so the smaller the brewer, the brewery, the, the tougher the time they're having. Time. But if yeah. you look, they're doing, they're bending over backwards to get people there. And it's fun. So Barley and Sword that I've been talking about with this terrific brown ale. They have those cask ale releases on every Thursday. But they also do a D&D one-off, one-hour adventure. You show oh. up and they've got a d- dungeon oh. master and you play a one-hour game while drinking That's this amazing smart. beer. That's super how, smart. How, how cool is that? The Brewer's Tap Room, our friend over, friends over there. Travis, they're having their annual chili cook-off at the end of the month. That's cool. Chili yeah. and beer. Uh, in Zane, we've talked about them right down. You know this? Mondays, $6 pints. Oh, I did not know this. And they've got something every night. Oh, but, they do that every night. Yeah. When, $6 points. Wednesday night, Vista's Got Talent. Vista's Got Talent's they fantastic. They got live music, bingo. Yeah. Like I said, I've, I paid for some of my drinking just with the bingo, went on the bingo, <laughs> so that was exciting. South O just released an ESB. Oh, yeah. That is special in, in San Diego. An ESB release, that's a big yeah, deal. London Leather, it's called. Oh, that's and great. then I saw Ruler also released an ESB. So this is ESB weather. It's ESB time. Yeah. And again, if you're doing dry January... Good. Be the designated driver, True. right? Uh, help, help. A, you know what? You could be our designated driver. There you, there you go. go. Just reach out and we will take you up on that. Absolutely. And we'll buy you a pint and drink it for you. Yes. That's nice of us. Yeah. So it's a boat local. That's my, that's my toast. I like it. Well, it kind of ties into my toast. My toast is kind of a, it's a toast slash pour in a sense. Um, and I, I just saw this today, so I kind of changed things up. But uh, and shout out to, to San Diego Beer News because they're, they're always breaking everything. So I, I shout out to him because it's where I'm getting my information from. But uh, uh, very s- sad on on this part of it, and that they today they announced basically that uh, Bagby Beer Company is going to be selling. Um, basically, they're they're selling. Um, to another brewery, they're going to sell out or sell up, sell it to another brewery. They're just they've really struggled since COVID and have had oh. a hard tough time making it through all that. So again, following that example of why you should support local, and so the toast part of it really is is to them because what a great brewery that's been. I think yeah. for us, it's always been in our top two or three breweries in North County. We'll and always and help you where you want to go. You want to you make check out Bagby, and and so you know it, it it's very like it's it's sad to me that that that's happening. Um, they are selling to Green Cheek Beer Company, which is based oh. out of Costa Mesa. So which, not all bad news. Well, here. that's, I mean, again, if you're going to take the positive side of it, it's really sad to lose, like I said, Bagby's from a venue that the beers that, that, that they make there and, and everything else and the food and all of it, just a good vibe, a good atmosphere. But, uh, Green Cheek, really good. I, I mean, that's, that's honestly uh, up in Orange County, one of the best, I'd say that and Bottle Logic might be the two best breweries I've been to in Orange County. So the fact that they're going to come and, and have a foothold in, in uh, North County, uh, is a, uh, is a good thing. That's a positive thing. And, uh, so it sounds like, uh, Bagby's is going to stay open through the rest of this month through January. And then, uh, Green Cheek, it says that they're going to hopefully be reopening, uh, the brew pub, uh, under their name, it said sometime in the first quarter. So, you know, hopefully within the next couple months, uh, that will be opening up and it'll be, it'll be a place definitely worth checking out just because of, of the quality of that, that brewery. But so toast to Bagby's for everything they've done. Um, Logger Fest, all of those types of things. They've they've been a you know. I, I, who knows what's going to happen with all of that? I mean, well, you know that didn't get into that in I'm terms. Sure of, hope they got a plan. I, I do I, hope they I have hope a plan. They, it's working for them. Yeah. I hope this is all 
And, be uh, but and then it's kind of a pour as well because we, like I said, I think you know here in the North County, losing Epic and then now losing them, that's two two bigs, two of our favorites. So, thank goodness Mackenzie said things are going so well at Virgin. Yes, because <laughs> yes. those are those are two big ones going. Yeah, for sure, going away. Roast. I got some beer roast. A beer roast. I'm going to roast the American beer drinker. That's you. That's me. That yeah. that's a lot of us. Uh, the average beer drinker spends one dollar of his his or her four beer dollars. Only one of their four beer dollars gets spent on independently owned craft beer, according to the Brewers Association. Mm. So for every four dollars they're spending on beer, only a dollar of it's on craft or independently owned. That's not good enough. No, that's not good. Drink better beer. Put the Modelo back down. <laughs> set the Coors Light back down. <laughs> They're making light lager. If that's your, if that's yeah. your jam, for a long time, if that was your jam, you're not getting it at a craft sure, brewery. That's true. But you're getting it now, and it's much better. And you're helping the people that live here and work here and raise their kids here. So, again, going back to that American beer drinker, do better than that. Make it three dollars to independent and one dollar the other there way. That's good. Right. Reverse it. Yeah. There yeah. you go. So that's my roast. That's a good roast. I already, I already talked about the uh, um, alcohol-free white claw. So my roast, I, I, I already, I already <laughs> talked about that. Roast. I spent my you roast spent earlier. So again, there, there are better places for people to spend their money if they that want is, seltzer you know, water. You mentioned it at first, I didn't even process, but oh yeah, there's just seltzer water. And it's like six dollars a case. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all day long. <laughs> I got a beer pour. I, I, in fact, I'm going to pull a talent on this one. I'm pouring one out for beer. I'm uh -oh. going big. Oh, wow. 2023 U.S. consumption at the lowest it has been in a generation. Since 1999, this has been the lowest year of beer consumption. Talent, you're on the record for not doing your part last year. You read us, you're untapped. Yeah. Yeah. It true. was still a solid I'm, performance. I'm thinking yeah. that some of it too is lack of check ins. Like, I got to be better on the check ins so then I can feel like I did a better job because I do. Reporting, not consumption. I do yeah, not that's fair. feel physically, emotionally, and mentally that I drank any less beer last year. <laughs> but the statistics don't lie. So. Well, how has the year started then? So far, so good. Like I said, it's been a great start to the year. I mean, I, I, I drained that keg you yeah, brought yeah, me. That, so, that's done. Yeah, uh, there's no. room in the beer keg, which in the beer fridge, which means I've been doing my part. And I've been going out to a bunch of places. Joe, how's your year started? Yeah. You, you doing your part? Uh, I'll pick my game up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. And you got to go fast. Yeah, because I got to... You're part I got to make it happen you're before Lent. Yeah. Soon. yeah. Lent, you're part of the Tell you what, if I don't do enough drinking before Lent, I won't give it up. How's oh, that sound? <laughs> That's my New Year's Jay, commitment. Have you had a strong start to the year? I'm doing pretty good. My Baja <laughs> trip really fueled it oh, a little good bit. Job. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Oh, all right. <laughs> all right. So we're doing our part as usual. Yeah. You got a pour? I do have a pour. This is non-beer related. No, actually, maybe it's beer related after you hear the story. So <laughs> this is really just why we can't have nice things. Um, you know, I, I, mm. how many of you guys have been to a Bass Pro Shop? You guys have all been to They're a Bass in, Pro oh, Shop. Yeah, yeah you know. And, and Wonderful Bass, bathroom facilities. They have great, the whole facility, it's like basically almost in some ways like a, a Disneyland for adults, right? Yeah. For yeah. outdoors people, right? Yeah. And so, you know, that the one thing, if you've been to any of them, they always have when you walk in, they've got the massive um, tank with all the fish and i mean it's not fish i mean it's like legit you can go fish in there like it's a legit waterfalls coming down and all that kind of stuff well a big tank yep. yeah recently uh in alabama if you didn't see this one um there was in birmingham alabama so surprise it wasn't florida so there you have that but uh, a man apparently kind of drove into the parking lot he was driving erratically and then he crashed into a pole um so that should have been a red flag right there but apparently uh, after the crash he gets out of his car 
strips off all his clothes, nice. runs inside the, does. Yeah, runs inside sure. the store, and then does a cannonball into the aquarium. Nice. And then he basically stood under the waterfall of the fish tank before he was exiting as the police were approaching. But then he decided, hey, why not do it again? And he decided <laughs> to go and yells at the officers and runs back and jumps back in the tank. <laughs> and, yeah. And then he decided he was going to try and climb out again. But this time he fell, hit his head and knocked himself unconscious. Yeah. He fell out, out of the, the tank. tank. Out of the tank. Because okay. okay. if you remember, they're pretty high up. Yeah. yeah. That's what yeah. I was picturing. Yeah. yeah. Unconscious. And you can see the, the pictures if you look online. It's all in the pictures. He's just there, full Monty, just holding on to the glass. Ooh. And yeah. Definitely shrinkage, um, uh, but uh, but anyways, and so they basically said, uh, you know, he finally woke up as officers were um, handcuffing him, and uh, he was taken into custody and charged with a lot of different things, and uh, this is probably not a surprise, is that he was also taking to a hospital for a little bit of a mental evaluation because uh, before, so yeah, that's again, just see where that's he's why, at. why, why we can't happening. have nice things, people, yeah. come on, I mean, that you would think that the, the fished aquarium tank at... That's just sacred place. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Can you think of those poor fish, how traumatized those poor fish are? <laughs> I was just uh, thinking, what if it was the shark tank? Yeah, now that would be okay. But yeah, both SeaWorld. Sharks. Yes. Both sharks, yeah. Next time. That that would be next level. Yes. We jump into the... No, at Bass Pro <laughs> Shark. Okay, but... Yeah, take just, it to I the just, shark tank. Yeah, That's make what it I real. That, that, make it real. that guy had a night. Let's just put yeah. it that way. Yeah. <laughs> How much of it will he remember? I, I don't know. Yeah. Probably none of it. But, but seem... luckily, a lot of it's on video, so he'll get to relive it. If I'm sure his friends and family will let him relive that over and over and yeah. over again. This so. doesn't sound beer-fueled. No. So you've seen the pictures. Well, yeah, yeah, from from afar. Yeah. Beer bod? Yeah, definitely beer bod. Guy. Oh, okay. 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 All right. All right. Yeah. yeah. There's a difference between yeah, beer bod and sure. methamphetamine. Yeah. Bod. Sure. Yeah. They're, they're they're just, he looked healthy. healthy. I was just just say, he looked healthy. He looked okay. healthy. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. Along similar lines, this might be a little bit more of a toast category, but there's this guy on social media that dresses up as a pickle and he goes and checks to see if certain places and certain stores are bagpipe friendly. <laughs> so he walked into uh, Home Depot yeah. and was just ripping up the bagpipe <laughs> and nobody said anything. He was playing it for like 20 minutes straight and yeah. walked out. He looks at the camera and is like, Home Depot, Bad. pipe friendly. Nice. <laughs> I can actually get behind that. That is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to hear the playing first yeah. because yeah. bagpipes well, can be, fair. yes, yeah. yeah. Bagpipes can be awful. Yeah. How good is he at, at playing yeah. bagpipes? Because he's he, pretty good. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. pretty funny. Because I didn't know if the pickle was disguised. Like he plays so badly. That is hilarious. I didn't want to. Yeah. Okay. Claim jumper, not bag, not yeah, pipe friendly. Yeah. No. No. Okay. That, that's, claim jumper. That's that's probably why it went out of business. Think about that. Oh, yeah. Claim where I had my some of my first very first craft beers. Yeah. Claim jumper. So, there you go. There was a, if there's a listener out there who remembers from the early '90s, claim jumper had two craft beers on tap. One was Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Boom, of course. The mm -hmm. other was called Blonde Fox. I've never been able to figure out who made it. Where I loved that beer. But I don't know who made it, where, how to find more of it. But uh, it was one of my first true loves of the uh, craft beer. Help a guy out. This has been Toast Roast and Pour One Out. Seek sent us beers as well. And I got more at home to share. They sent a beer. Now, they sent a beer for Joe. Good. I like they, didn't know, they didn't know Mateo was going to be let into the room. But we'll share. <laughs> They sent an IPA, Kokua IPA with mosaic and Waimea hops. I'm going to pass that around. Yeah. And they know 
I know what talent likes. They sent one called Warm Smile, Tropical Punch Inspired Fruited Sour Ale. Ooh. So we got a couple different things here to try from Seek, which is right next door. We met Dave from Seek right after they opened, right after the 91 Beer X. Yeah. Yeah. And right next door. So again, if you got a friend that wants IPAs, then go to Seek. You go over to Barley and Sword. Gold Brewing is also right there. But they didn't respond to my messaging, so didn't make it over there. Missed opportunity for them. We could be talking about them right now. Next just, time. Next yeah, podcast. Next time. It's on them now. Balls in yeah, your court, goal. But this is Warm Smile. Yeah. I love Cheers. the color. Oh, and you two yeah. over there have the IPA. Cheers. Ooh, I like the smell, yeah, too. it's definitely fruity. It's got a hop to it. Yeah. Oh, that warm smell is really good. Yeah. Tropical fruit punch. Yeah, I like it a lot. If tropical fruit punch was a beer. Yeah. Because it does still kind of taste like a beer. It does taste like a beer, but it's definitely, this could be a breakfast beer. <laughs> you can get some of your, your daily kind. Yeah. <laughs> get some of your daily vitamins out of this thing. Well, let's see. We had a lunch beer with the Defense of the oh, Realm yeah. Act. Yeah, I, that's I would true. Say that's basically Defense of the Realm Act is a 1030 a.m. to yes. 430 yeah. p.m. beer. For sure. And you just have one after another. But but you start with this one. You start yeah. with the warm smile. And you probably finish up with this IPA. Which potentially. Is. There you yes. go. What do you think of the IPA? Is it mosaic? Why am I a hop? It's, yeah, it's definitely the mosaic hops. It's good. It's clean. It's very crisp. It's colors. I don't know. The color is different very too light. than, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like it's a little bit hazy. IPAs yeah. They're, they're much lighter. Yeah. Tastes like a tree in the springtime. If you've ever tasted a tree. It does have that green. piney, yeah, green tree in the spring. I like it. So that's Seek Brewing right next door, right there in North Park. Uh, you know, our buddies over there, um, Robert and Angel. Yeah, uh, Beer Belly Society. They they brought Seek and, the, yeah. and the, they they're right. there all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we met Dave Omer, owner, head brewer, right after they opened. And when I got there, I, he was in the middle of brewing. He was doing a lot of stuff, but but he stepped out for just a minute to talk to me. Now we're at Seek. Dave Omer, head brewer, owner. Yeah, yeah. Does Janitor. everything. Cheers, Janitor. Yeah, that, that's yeah. a common story. Yeah. Um, we met you at Beer X a couple years ago in the summer, and we had heard really good things about you, good. especially from our friend Clayton over at Epic. Oh, fantastic! Uh, who introduced us, and we got a photo with you and Drake your beer, and it was fantastic. Um, you're almost at the two-year mark. Yeah. So how are things going at Seek and? Tell us a little bit about the North County community or the uh, North Park community. Um, things are going really well. Um, you know, it's a shaky um, time for a lot of craft breweries. Uh, so we feel very fortunate to be, you know, still growing and, and doing well. Um, you know, I, I think it's it's really tough out there in, in the environment right now. But um, if you are staying at it and staying uh you know, on top of all the small details and staying, um, you know, with the times and everything, you can you can make it through. <laughs> well, you're making the the beer to get through. I just that's, had a strawberry banana fruited sour. Well, that's yeah, that's part of scenic you know, route. I think it was called. Yeah, yeah. that was amazing. It was awesome. Like Jamba, if Jamba Juice was a beer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is a wonderful thing to think about. <laughs> yeah, a lot of really you know real good fruit in there. So you got a, a long list of IPAs and hazies. Yeah. But I'm having your New Zealand Pilsner. Yeah. So tell me a little um, bit about this beer. This was a fun collab um, we did with our friends at Orchestrated Mind um, down in Florida. Uh, 
It's in that sort of West Coast Pilsner style that a lot of breweries have been doing, and um, we, you know, people like Highland Park and North Park Brewing um, have really perfected, and it's sort of done in that same style we we're going for. It's um, you know traditional lager all the way through until the end when we just dry hop the <laughs> crap out of it. This is really becoming one of my favorite styles, a yeah. hoppy lager. Yeah, me too. Right. It's yeah. it's great to have something light and crushable and, you know, gives you that sort of traditional lager, pilsner type feel, but you still get your hop fixed, you know. Well, it's delicious. The beers you're making are fantastic. Thanks, awesome. for, thanks for sitting down with me. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. And, and you've thanks added a up. beard. So yeah. you've gone with a full brewer look now. Which <laughs> I, have I, to, I have to prove I'm a real brewer sometimes, mm, at least once a year. <laughs> awkward to show up at the meetings without one. Yeah, huh? exactly. <laughs> well, thank you, Dave. Yes, thank You're you. You're doing great stuff. So thank you, Dave, Seek Brewing, for sending the beer along. Great trip. we got to make another yeah. concerted effort to, to get, get to North there. Park. Yeah. I was down at North Park uh kind of work related early on and I, we were driving by all these places and I'm like, oh, it'd be nice to be back here and just be able to stop it all yeah, talk about beer mecca within a beer mecca they've really established mm-hmm. themselves i i had planned on going to seven or eight but i i actually spent i probably spent three hours at barley and sword yeah i just had a great time that's good there was a there was an old timer there actually i call him an old timer he's a new listener <laughs> he said he would listen. He said, yeah, I've never okay, listened yeah, to one. Right. I told him I'd let him know. He's yeah. on untapped. I'm following him now. George. Right. George had the greatest stories. Um, he, one story, just to give the quick version of, sitting at Denny's in the booth next to uh, Leonard Nimoy and William Shatner. Oh, wow. Well, there you He's go. a Comic-Con guy. Yeah. He's also a, a Navy vet. And for, I don't know if he's a corpsman. I can't remember what his role was. But I said, give me a beer story. <laughs> Um, he goes, oh, this is kind of a beer story. He goes, we set port. I don't know what the year was. I was guessing early 70s, late 60s. We set port in Perth. But the Perth magistrates had just made a rule that no one, no sailor, no American sailor gets off this boat unless they've been cleared as clean of STDs. Oh. Uh-huh. And it was his job to do a staff check. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so That's a every story. sailor on the ship had to be. Drop, tested yeah mm-hmm. checked cleared stamped with an approval wow <laughs> yeah, right yeah that unit. was a long day boom yeah. great day that was a long day <laughs> I was so he was the second to last off the <laughs> ship because he had to check the uh the commander and then off <laughs> that's a story I, yes. uh, and that what caused him to drink <laughs> that's why it's a beer story also captain kirk had spent the night on his sofa nice another story if i ever get him on okay. the show I'll tell about it. all right should. i like it what would you, you've got something to Well, it kind of share. ties into a lot of the stuff we've been going uh, over today. And I, I found this article from a, a publication called 750 Daily. And they're basically tagline is that they're the business and they're in the business and culture of drinks. And so they put out a, a thing about what are the six beer industry trends to watch for in 2024. So I thought, hey, that's right up our alley. Let's take a look at some of these things. And I think we've already started to see some of these happen. And and um, that these are the things that they say in terms of talking to people in the industry that you're going to start to see uh, in 2024 at, at breweries uh, or in the beer industry. So, uh, you know, they talked about the fact, and you kind of alluded to it, that craft breweries overall experienced close to zero growth in 2022 and sales declined 2% in the first half of 2023, um, according to the Brewers Association. Um, and so they basically said, you know, the, the, the reality with this is that it doesn't mean that it's in decline 
or going away. It just means that people need to be, or brewers are, have to get a little more refined in, in their approach on how they're they're trying to to get you know business and stuff like that. So, their first thing they said is that they're gonna you're gonna see that tap rooms uh, are going to put a premium on service and hospitality. And I, and I think we've had those talks before where you walk into a, a brewery and you know people don't really give you the time of day or you know, not very knowledgeable about what's going on is you're less likely to go back where yes. um, you're starting to see that, that they're going to be, um, you know, there, there's going to be more in terms of trying to, to, to step up that service and hospitality to encourage people to, to come back because people are going to feel it's a, it's a, a warm and friendly place. Sounds like you had some of those experiences at some of the breweries you just recently went to. So definitely did. So that's number one. Um, the other one they said that that is breweries will get more creative with festivals and events. Um, they yeah, basically, sure. and you're starting to see that as well. And and they said you know basically those the festivals and industry events haven't really fully recovered. They said from you know basically from post COVID, um, and so you're starting to see things focus on different things. And they actually it's it's interesting. They said there's several now that are focused on loggers, and they actually mentioned Bag of Beer's Logger Fest. So hopefully Green Cheek will keep that going. That was you know, but there's there's another one they talked about another Logger Fest that's in Massachusetts, and and uh, and then they're you know tying them in with um, um, music and everything else, and just you're seeing a different thing and being just way more creative in terms of what they're trying to do with these festivals to get people to come in and 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 probably you know bring in people that have been there but also bring in new drinkers and new and new people to their breweries to to try to entice yeah, I think them people's, you're going to stay longer right yeah. if there's something going on yeah for sure i mean there's been a lot of times where if we're in a brewery rich environment right uh, let's go to five breweries because we can check out each right. one and get a little get an idea of where we want to come back to versus if we're at like when i just has barley and served for like 3 hours it, right. the, the hospitality was so good i didn't want to leave right I was about to leave. Then George started telling stories. I'm, like, I'm not yeah, going anywhere now. Take it. Yeah. Well, I think about like we and I. We've talked to them a bunch about it, and I think it's coming up here pretty quickly uh, in about a week. Uh, is versions right? They've they've really changed the dynamic of the one here, where it's not just their beer; it's they bring in it. Very, you know, so their festival is is phenomenal. If I you know? if I was going to make a recommend, no, no one's asking. By the way, <laughs> right, no one's asking. <laughs> but it, but if a local brewer is going to ask me a suggestion for a small thing they could do, and you used to see it a lot. Have a guest beer on tap. Doesn't even have to be someone around the corner. It could be right. someone down the, you know, sure. three towns over or an yeah. have a guest beer on tap. That's something very different than what you serve. Yeah. Uh, that that you have got, and then hopefully they'll serve yours too. That yeah. I would, you would order that if they're offering that. Yeah. Like, wait a minute, I never get to have that. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I agree. I, I, I think we had gone somewhere and they had Magic Hat Number Nine yeah. as yeah. their guest tap, yeah. and that's all I drank all night yeah. for eight dollars <laughs> a pint. Sure. Uh, number three, we've already talked about this a bunch tonight already, is that they said more brewers are going to be pursuing non-alcoholic and what they call mindful drinking options. Um, you know, and you said basically that um, non-alcoholic category continues to expand. And so you're going to see companies kind of leverage their brand equity to put out non-alcoholic versions of, of popular beers and seltzer. So we just talked about, you know, we joking about White Claw, but like Carl Strauss is actually going to be releasing a non-alcoholic version of Red Trolley. Um, they said that, uh, it, it's, uh, what is the other one? Sierra Nevada is going to be releasing a couple of non-alcoholic, they, they have, it's called their trail pass line. They're going to have an IPA and a golden ale and a hop splash citrus, which okay. is going to be a non-alcoholic hop water. Um, and then, you know, they cited some other breweries in places like Colorado and stuff like that. So you're going to start to see breweries try to try to approach that a little bit because that's becoming, you know, a trend and, and how they, they combat that trend or try to, to buy into that trend or get people to buy into that trend. So I think that'll be interesting to see what. 
what we see here where we are. Let's you know. try it. When, when Joe, if Joe gives right, a beer I meet for my Lent, goals. Yeah. Let, let's, let's put him in charge of, of showing up with something with non-alcoholic, non-alcoholic to try. Yeah. You should tell it. us, though. Yes. I yeah, won't tell you. Exactly. Right. Yes. Well, if he brings it during Lent, we're going to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really or maybe that's how, that's, that's how I get through Lent, <laughs> right? Fair, yeah. Remember, we're educators. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> that's good stuff. I will take that task. Despite how crafty and sly Joe is. I can be, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, kua. Kua. Which is Hawaiian for tasty. I don't really know that. I made that. Up. A lot of hops on the Yeah, the, it's the, very hoppy. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, it's it's a it's it's not a traditional like West Coast IPA. I no. don't feel like it's the oh, that's it's really super good. piney, but it's got a lot of but piney. Hop, a lot yeah, of hop yeah. flavor, and then you got Yeah. But it's not that like I I don't know. It's not, I guess what I'm saying. It's not. It doesn't stay on the tongue as long as those are. Piney and there's the resin. Resin. It's right? not resin. It's, it's piney. And yeah. Mateo called it just right. It has a a piney back yeah. end, but it's not that resiny that that some people love. Right. But right. I love. Well, and I think yeah. And, but I think this has got a little more. <laughs> well, that's quite it, good. It doesn't. We've talked about this. The thing that just kind of crushes your taste buds, you know, or whatever yeah. you have, and it just it just that's it, and you can't taste anything else. I think over at Seek from the the. I had one that was a strawberry and banana slushy, and it was just like having a Jamba Juice with yeah. alcohol in it. Uh, it was so good. Yeah, <laughs> it was really good. But it didn't even. It looked like Jamba Juice. Yeah, yeah. it looked like it just came out of the slushy machine yeah. or the or the blender. Yeah, but everything they're doing has nothing's boozy. Even right. the strong beers weren't boozy, uh, and I really was I appreciated that. Um, let's hear next next thing four. four. Uh, they said beverage companies are going to ditch carbonation to attract customers. And I think, I don't know that this is necessarily going to be something that you're going to see so much on like, like the smaller breweries. Um, I think the, the closest you're going to see with them is maybe some of the seltzer stuff, but they're talking about, you know, bigger where they're going into trying to find, they said a lot of their consumers now is, is they're kind of, they call them bubble free, like Gen Z or bubble free. And so that's like where they're talking about where you, you do the hard teas, right? Free. Like hard teas. And, and uh, so like Boston beer company, they do the twisted tea brand and it's like one of the biggest ones of that, that yeah. So you're going to see more of those, like the hard lemonades and, mm-hmm. and start to see that kind of stuff, um, you know, more and more again, as they're trying to just to keep, um, you know, people drinking basically, you know, <laughs> come on uh, people, yeah. <laughs> keep drinking okay. people. Uh, so, so I, like I said, I don't know that ties a whole lot into us or our categories, but yeah. I think that's something that they're saying is you are going to see a trend where, where some of the, probably the bigger, those bigger companies are going to be looking for ways to, to keep that, those good for them. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Super this, excited about that. this one, we definitely I like bubbly. I like, I like, I like bubbly. I, I agree. who doesn't like bubbly? Um, I think uh, this next one we've already seen, and, and basically breweries are will consolidate to share resources and survive. Yeah, yeah um, and that's good. So it yeah. is good, um, and we've seen that. You know, and that that would be a, an example of we've already talked about with with here locally, Epic, where they're going to be, you know, brewing out of Alesmith's location and and that kind of stuff. And they talked talked about. Um, there's been some big ones um, up in Oregon. Eugene, Oregon, Ninkasi merged with another uh, brand house called Wings and Arrows, and they're mm. they're producing out of that. They're moving their production there, and and you're kind of seeing that across across the country. So that's another one. And then finally, they talk about brand values become a big selling point. Um, and and really, what you're looking at is that um, you know breweries are going to try and lean into their brands right and we just talked about it one one example is 10 barrel right which 10 barrel is was in portland was here it was recently purchased um 
I guess again by Tilray Brands because I'm assuming that was they were they were purchased. I know they were bought by I can't remember which one of the 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 big breweries or macro breweries bought it. And so, um, but you know, Ten Barrel has always kind of championed that outdoor, fun loving outdoor lifestyle, right? They had trail beer and that, and so that's what you're gonna do. You're gonna lean into that. Like we're yeah. selling this for people that are they're out and that kind yeah. of stuff. They talked about, um, you know, you have breweries that are you know, going to really lean into their connections to their communities, right? We see a little bit sometimes like say a South O here, right? Where the names of their breweries, uh, their beers and that kind of stuff. Um, Fish and, tank diving. Yeah, yeah. That, so that's exactly. My, that's, 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 that's my brand. Um, and they, mm. they cited some other ones where you have um, shrinkage Kolsch. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> How was um, that trip to Alabama, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> so I think that will be over extended my stay. <laughs> <laughs> So that will be interesting to see, you know, and, and, and they also lean into your communities in terms of populations. They talked about, uh, I guess there's a, a, a brewery in uh, Boston that um, has a really huge Indian American uh, population. And so they've kind of, they make a rupee beer, uh, you know, again, and you oh. have, a, there was another one they said in Seattle that uh, is Lucky Envelope and it's a Chinese American brewery. So again, leaning into those, you know, brands and trying to target those audiences and stuff is something else that you're going to see. So that's, that's what we'll see as we sit there through 2024 to see. How that works, and hopefully at the end of 2024, we see uh, an uptick in in um, I guess people drinking local, people drinking their their uh, their their at their independent breweries, and and you know we see more breweries come online and this let's a, let's this go is out a space where we can be true leaders. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Do I say that right from a marketing perspective, Joe? I feel like that sounds pretty yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> I'll buy it. I'll... And then, and Mateo can come with us and have his non-carbonated, yeah. what, what are you young kids <laughs> drinking? What are you, what are you kids free. drinking? Non-alcoholic. You know? <laughs> Even those are a bit bubbly, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I've actually had a couple kombuchas I quite liked. Really? Yeah. Okay. Did you? Well, it started when Energy we were drinks, up in uh, Vancouver. Yeah. Um, at the... Um, I've never had a kombucha. At Mar- Mauricio's... Uh, oh, yeah. That's right. You, yes. you were attracted to the kombucha. I remember that. Faculty Brewing. Yes. It's in there somewhere. There it it's is. in there somewhere. Right Faculty there. Brewing yeah. in Vancouver. And he poured us one. And I thought, I'm not drinking See, that. I, I but it had like... bubbles. So I tried it and it was delicious. <laughs> I feel like I could get 100% behind this going into like what these guys did here at uh, at Barley and Sword and producing these 3.5 percenters that you can just, you know, you drink a beer and you just like, you feel like, hey, I can keep on keeping on. Like I said, I had, I had 16 yeah. tasters and it was over an extended amount of time, sure. but most of the beers were under five, yeah. 5% or under. There were a couple that were a little uh, harder, but they were, everyone was flavorful and delicious and None of I didn't f- leave there, you know, like, oh dear, how, how Ooh, am I getting, am I getting home? home? <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I had a driver, so yeah, that was well, okay. Good, but I, I think the good news about all of this, no matter what it is, is that as they all go and they continue to evolve and everything's going is, is that A, they're not going away and B, there's going to be something for everybody. Yeah. And no matter what your taste is, you know, you go with a group, everybody's going to find something that they like there. Um, and, and there are options for everybody. And I think that's kind of neat. And it's, it is something that I think that's definitely changed a ton from, you know, however many years ago, five years ago, eight years ago, where you would go to a place and there would be five IPAs on the yeah, board. Five big IPAs. And you're, you know, so you, you're either drinking that or you're, they, maybe they have a pale ale, you know, and that, right. that was it, you know, and, and, and now, I, like you said, you're I seeing only brewers with ESBs and, and all kinds of stuff. I'll and, tell you what, at our local breweries, I've only been to one recently where the entire board was IPAs and then there were like four other drinks. And that was Belching Beaver. And it was clear they were between, uh, 
Because I had been there the week before right. and I had a much better selection. Mm-hmm. And I bet next week they'll have a... Yeah. But I just hit a time where it was all IPAs, but they had Death by Blueberry. So yeah, I was so just... Go, and, yeah. and, the, and they had uh, Buenos Tiempos. Yeah. I'm two, having a two, hard time getting off the Death by Blueberry when I go there, though. Oh, and their, their Mexican lager is so good. Yeah, but, you know, okay. it, we were talking about, though, like, Viewpoint. You walk into Viewpoint and I'm trying to think... They have the... Um, What's the American one they have? That's like a three percent or four percent American ale. Like if you you're talking about not buy your model, go there and have that beer. That is such a phenomenal beer, um, you know. And, and there's a lot a lot of those. But I just you know had, that, I had that one their recently. Own light beer is uh, Culver now. Yeah. Culver Light, yeah. dressed up like yeah, a it's American light. Really, it's American yep. time. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. So listeners, thank you for spending the time with us. Get out there, visit your local establishments. Remember, just a moment to rate us, review us wherever you get our podcast. Thank you to Magic Mind for yeah. the sponsorship. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter. I like beer, the podcast. Visit our website. We'd love to keep drinking, but right now we got to run. B double E double R U N beer run. B double E double R U N beer run. All we need is a ten and a five or a car and a key and a sober driver. B double E double R U N beer run.